Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today again with Brad. And let me tell you something. Um, This is a great passage. If you are expecting, like if you are due with a baby in a couple months... And you are stumped. What are we going to name this kid? You want to bookmark this episode because let me tell you, this is a treasure trove of amazing names. Um, You may want to check pronunciation, though. I mean, have someone that can speak Hebrew explain to you what these names are. Because the key to all these Bible names is not actually knowing how to say them. It's just sounding like you know how to say them. This was was a tough one. There's a lot of names. (laughs) Brad's, Brad's not... Doing anything with this. Nope. Nope. There is a lot of names. And and why is this important that we even understand any of these? So this is this obviously with a God's Whole Story podcast taking chronologically the entire Bible. We're going to have every once in a while an episode that's like, huh, what is here? Because this is literally mostly just lists of names. What sticks out to me is that, uh, and I, I have, I'm doing this with you guys. So one of the things I'm starting to notice is almost every time there is a sweeping genealogy, almost every time there's some kind of long lineage of this guy had this guy had this guy with these sons, there's a shift coming. And I think that that is definitely true here. This is David. Uh, he just took this census. We're now organizing the, the priests, the Levites, the whole thing. Um, he is soon not going to be king. Solomon is going to be king. There is going to be this new temple in place. They're going to have to have order to how this temple is going to work. So to me, when I see these lineages, it's just like, okay, here comes a shift. I mean, actually, a lot of the gospels start with this lineage shift. Like mm-hmm. this son had this son, this had this son. Now what sticks out to me in this particular lineage, and actually most of them, the genealogies, is they usually take us very far back. So what I was uh, underlining in this one is this one, First uh, Chronicles 23, 12 to 20-ish, it takes us back to Moses and Aaron. Some of them will actually take us all the way back to Abram. What I like about that is that we've been following this whole story, and there's this moment where God's speaking to Abraham out in the field. He's got no kids, and he's like, you're going to be this incredible nation. I promise you will be my people. And he's like, what? I don't even have a kid. Now there's like millions of them. So God is keeping his promise and this nation is taking shape. God is 100% faithful to what he says, and we're getting to see it happen. Absolutely. And you're kind of highlighting this fact of God keeps going back to remind these people who they are. And that's something important in our history now. There are times that we're struggling. There's times that we are maybe having a tough time. And it is important to stop and remember who you are, what you know, where you came from. And that's exactly what God's doing here is kind of going, I've got you, right? Because he knows crisis is coming. Because, you know, when a king dies, that's going to be a crisis. So he knows that's coming in this story. And he's going, I've got this. And and one of the interesting things, because he also knows, hey, I'm going to have the people build the temple, this huge undertaking of building the temple is coming. And they've already started collecting supplies for that. And one of the things I love in this is that God actually picks out and he goes to the Levites. So this client of people who 
Uh, I am putting in place as my rulers over the temple, my priests, I am giving the the rights to a whole lot of, of responsibilities. And one of those responsibilities I love is the responsibility over the weights and measures, which I just think is super cool because today we go, I don't get that's a big deal, right? I know what a pound is and I go to the grocery store and I get two pounds of meat and it's consistent, but that was not the case back then. And if you think about building right now, you need to build you know, based on a, a on a plan, on a blueprint. Well, they didn't have any of that at this time. And, and so all of a sudden you see God saying, hey, this is going to become really important real soon in the in the future. And you people who I trust, you have to be in charge of the weights and measures in order to make something that's actually going to work coming up. So I, I kind of like that part. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's what we got from today. It's a huge list of names. We can pull out all kinds of interesting things. At the end of the day, it's a giant list of names. There is a shift coming. Solomon is going to be the king soon. uh, And this temple is going to take shape. So I hope you're getting something out of this. Uh, Hopefully you don't fall asleep when you listen to the reading. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. First Chronicles 23, 1-6 When David was an old man, he appointed his son Solomon to be king over Israel. David summoned all the leaders of Israel, together with the priests and the Levites. All the Levites, who were 30 years old or older, were counted, and the total came to 38,000. Then David said, From all the Levites, 24,000 will supervise the work at the temple of the Lord. Another 6,000 will serve as officials and judges. Another 4,000 will work as gatekeepers. And 4,000 will praise the Lord with musical instruments I have made. Then David divided the Levites into divisions, named after the clans descended from the three sons of Levi, Gershon, Cathon, and Mirai. The Gershonites The Gershonite family units were defined by their lines of descendants from Libni and Shemai, the sons of Gershon. Three of the descendants of Libni and Jeherli, the family leader, Zetham and Joel, these were the leaders of the family of Libni. Three of the descendants of Shemai were Sholom, Hazali, and Hera. Four other descendants of Shemai were Jethna, Zeziah, Jusha, and Behera. Jethra was the family leader, and Zerah was next. Juthra and Bera were counted as a single family because neither had many sons. The Koshanites. Four of the descendants of Kotha were Amron, Isra, Hebron, and Yerzir. The sons of Aphram were Aaron and Moses. Aaron and his descendants were set apart to dedicate the most holy things, to offer sacrifices in the Lord's presence, to preserve the Lord and pronounce blessings in his name forever. As for Moses, the man of God, his sons were included in the tribe of Levi. The sons of Moses with Gershom and Israelah. The descendants of Gershom included Shulub, the family leader, Ezra only had one son, Rebani, the family leader. Rebani had numerous descendants. 
The descendants of Ezra included Shephelma, the family leader. The descendants of Hebron included Jeherah, the family leader, Amorah, the second, and Jezreel, the third, Jechemiah, the fourth. The descendants of Yerzel included Micah, the family leader, and Esherah, the second. The descendants of Merari included Malai and Mushai. The sons of Malai were Ezra and Kirsh. Ezra died with no sons, only daughters. His daughters married their cousins, the sons of Kish. Three of the descendants of Mushai were Melai, Elder, and Delamarath. These were the descendants of Levi by clans, the leaders of their family groups, registered carefully by name. Each had to be 20 years old or older to qualify for service in the house of the Lord. For David said, The Lord, the God of Israel, has given us peace, and he will always live in Jerusalem. Now the Levites will no longer need to carry the tabernacle and its furnishings from place to place. In accordance with David's final instructions, all the Levites, 20 years old or older, were registered for service. The work of the Levites was to assist the priests, the descendants of Aaron, as they served at the house of the Lord. They also took care of the courtyards and side rooms, helped perform the ceremonies of purification, and served in many other ways in the house of God. They were in charge of the sacred bread that was set out on the table, the choice flour for the grain offerings, the wafers made without yeast, the cakes cooked in olive oil, and other mixed breads. They were also responsible to check all the weights and measures. And each morning, and each morning they and evening they stood before the Lord to sing songs of thanks and praise to him. They assisted with the burnt offerings that were presented to the Lord on Sabbath days. At new moon celebrations and at all appointed festivals, the required number of Levites served in the Lord's presence at all times, following all of the procedures they had been given. And so, under the supervision of the priest, the Levites watched over the tabernacle and the temple, and faithfully carried out their duties of service at the house of the Lord. This is how Aaron's descendants, the priests, were divided into groups for service. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithmar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father, and they had no sons. So only Eleazar and Ithmar were left to carry on as priests. With the help of Zadok, who was a descendant of Eleazar, and Ahimelech, who was a descendant of Ithmar, David divided Aaron's descendants into groups according to their various duties. Eleazar's descendants were divided into 16 groups and Ithmar's into 8, for there were more family leaders among the descendants of Eleazar. All tasks were assigned to various groups by means of sacred lots so that no preference would be shown, for there were many qualified officials serving God in the sanctuary from among the descendants of both Eleazar and Ithmar. Shemaiah, son of Nethaniel, a Levite, acted as secretary and wrote down the names and assignments in the presence of the king. The officials, Zadok the priest, Ahimelech the son of Abiathar, and the family leaders of the priests and Levites. The descendants of Eleazar and Ithmar took turns casting lots. The first lot fell to Jehorib. The second lot fell to Jediah. The third lot fell to Haram. The fourth lot fell to Sorum. The fifth lot fell to Malkijah. 
The sixth lot fell to Mijamim. The seventh lot fell to Hakoz. The eighth lot fell to Abijah. The ninth lot fell to Jeshua. The tenth lot fell to Shekniah. The eleventh lot fell to Eliashib. The twelfth lot fell to Jacob. The thirteenth lot fell to Hupa. The fourteenth lot fell to Jeshabib. The fifteenth lot fell to Bilga. The sixteenth lot fell to Emir. The seventeenth lot fell to Hezir. The eighteenth lot fell to Hapazes. The nineteenth lot fell to Pethniah. The twentieth lot fell to Jezekiel. The twenty-first lot fell to Jechin. The twenty-second lot fell to Gemul. The twenty-third lot fell to Deliah. The twenty-fourth lot fell to Mazah. Each group carried out appointed duties in the house of the Lord according to the procedures established by their ancestor Aaron in obedience to the commands of the Lord, the God of Israel. These were the other family leaders descended from Levi. From the descendants of Amram, the leader was Shabul. From the descendants of Shabul, the leader was Jediah. From the descendants of Rehabiah, the leader was Isaiah. From the descendants of Izhar, the leader was Shelmith. From the descendants of Shelmith, the leader was Jahath. From the descendants of Hebron, Jeriah was the leader, and Moriah was the second, Jehaziel was the third, and Jachamim was the fourth. From the descendants of Uziel, the leader was Micah. From the descendants of Micah, the leader was Shemir, along with Isar, the brother of Micah. From the descendants of Isaiah, the leader was Zechariah. From the descendants of Marakai, the leaders were Mali and Mushi. From the descendants of Josiah, the leader was Bino. From the descendants of Merari through Josiah, the leaders were Bino, Shoham, Zachor, and Ibri. From the descendants of Mali, the leader was Eleazar, though he had no sons. From the descendants of Kish, the leader was Jarimil. From the descendants of Mushi, the leaders were Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the descendants of Levi and their various families. Like the descendants of Aaron, they were assigned to their duties by means of sacred lots, without regard to age or rank. Lots were drawn in the presence of the king David, Zadok, Ahimelech, and the family leaders of the priests and the Levites. David and the army commanders then appointed men from the families of Asaph, Heman, Jejuthon to proclaim God's messages to the accompaniment of lyres, harps, and cymbals. Here is the list of names and their work. From the sons of Asaph were Zakur, Joseph, Nethaniah, and Asrelah. They worked under the direction of their father, Asaph, who proclaimed God's messages by the king's orders. From the sons of Jejuthun were Gedaliah, Ziri, Zahiah, and Shimi, Hashbiah, Mathiah, six in all. They worked under the direction of their father, Jejuthun, who proclaimed God's messages to the accompaniment of the lyre, offering thanks and praise to the Lord. From the sons of Heman... There were Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shabal, Jeremoth, Haniah, Hanai, Ethni, Gedathai, Romoth Ezer, Josh Bekesha, Maloth, Hothir, and Mazioth. All these were the sons of Hemam, the king's seer, for God had honored him with fourteen sons and three daughters. All these men were under the direction of their fathers as they made music at the house of the Lord. Their responsibilities included the playing of cymbals, harps, and lyres at the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Hemem were reported directly to the king. They and their families were all trained in making music before the Lord, and each of them, 288 in all, was an accomplished musician. The musicians were appointed to their term of service by means of sacred lots without regard to whether they were young or old, teacher or student. The first lot fell to Joseph of the Asaph clan and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The second lot fell to Goliath, 
and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The third lot fell to Zakur and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The fourth lot fell to Ziri and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The fifth lot fell to Nathanai and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The sixth lot fell to Bukiah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The seventh lot fell to Asrallah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The eighth lot fell to Josiah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The ninth lot fell to Mataniah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The tenth lot fell to Shimei and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The eleventh lot fell to Uziel and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twelfth lot fell to Hasabai and twelve of his sons and relatives. The thirteenth lot fell to Shibal and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The fourteenth lot fell to Mathiah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The fifteenth lot fell to Jeremoth and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The sixteenth lot fell to Haniah and twelve of his sons and relatives. The seventeenth lot fell to Joshbagusha and twelve of his sons and relatives. The eighteenth lot fell to Haniah and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The nineteenth lot fell to Malathi and twelve of his sons and relatives. The twentieth lot fell to Ethanath and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-first lot fell to Hothir and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-second lot fell to Gadalti and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-third lot fell to Mazioth and the twelve of his sons and relatives. The twenty-fourth lot fell to Ramoth-Ezer and the twelve of his sons and relatives. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.